0: By building more health enhancing habits into your everyday life, over time, the meals you eat, the exercise you take, what you say to your loved ones and the work habits you cultivate all add up to make you the person that you're capable of becoming. I'm Dr. Mark Rowe and welcome to my podcast In The Doctor's Chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits, and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine, and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose. Appreciating that when it comes to your vitality, that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly, and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, on my website, drmarkrow.com. There's a saying that says, We are all creatures of habit, and we tend to keep on thinking, feeling, and doing what we've always thought, felt, and done. So, if you've got a new habit you'd like to bring into your life this year, or some aspect of your life you'd like to change for the better, it's important to be mindful that you make your habits and then your habits make you. And we all tend to gravitate back to the default position of what we've always thought, felt, and done. Now, as a medical doctor, Every single day I meet people who clearly know what they should do or could do in terms of their health and well-being, but they still don't do it. Sometimes it's lack of confidence or lack of support or lack of a definite plan of action. Sometimes people don't appreciate the importance of a certain course of action. And really, that's one of the reasons I'm doing the podcast in the doctor's chair, which is really to improve health IQ, give people the knowledge and awareness and attitudes to make better choices and decisions when it comes to their long term health and well-being. In other words, to become an active participant in your own well-being, as opposed to simply being a passive consumer of healthcare. And, you know, for some people, perhaps they listen to an inner voice that says, you know, you're too old or too late to change. And perhaps some people suffer from the illusion of perfectionism, you know, waiting until some so supposedly perfect time in the future to change, which, of course, rarely happens. And because of all these reasons, people often stay stuck, chained to their existing habits and existing ways of being in the world. You know, Aristotle, the philosopher, put it so well when he said excellence is a habit. It's not just thinking or feeling excellently. You must act excellently as well. It's all about action. Action speaks louder than words. Nothing works unless you do the work. Nothing changes unless or until you change. And of course, the great opportunity for us is to, as I say, join the dots, connect how you think and feel with what you do and how you behave. And if you can hardwire some habits, into your everyday life, just like brushing your teeth and getting dressed in the morning. These become automated, they become ritualized. You don't have to use much effort to brush your teeth in the morning. It's just something you automatically do. And by building more health enhancing habits into your everyday life, Over time, the meals you eat, the exercise you take, what you say to your loved ones and the work habits you cultivate all add up to make you the person that you're capable of becoming. And of course, building a new habit really is all about forming new pathways in your brain and reinforcing those new brain connections over and over and over again, repeatedly, because cells that fire together, wire together. This is the whole premise behind neuroplasticity, the idea that your brain is not solid and fixed and rigid, but it's plastic and malleable and you can grow new brain connections. You can really change how you are in the world. Research from MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, have linked habit formation to part of the brain near the center of the skull called the basal ganglia And one of the key roles of the basal ganglia is, you know, recalling patterns and acting on them. And, you know, turning a habit into a ritual using the basal ganglia automates the activity. And now you don't have to actively make a decision to do it. It's done automatically. This is a valuable process in terms of saving brain energy and willpower. And of course, your brain is very energy intensive. It might be only 2% of the body size, but it consumes at least 20% or more of the brain's energy. So the more everyday things you can automate through your basal ganglia, the better. So I think that's a really interesting idea. The idea that building a new habit is not so much about willpower. It's about automating, turning a habit into a ritual. And of course, that's not easy. It's not quick and it's not necessarily painless, but it is possible and it can be so worthwhile. So in support of you being able to build some health enhancing habits into your everyday life, to embrace some of the ideas I talk about in terms of lifestyle as medicine, and simply to enable you to be more successful in terms of living with more vitality. Here are some ideas that I think can really be helpful in terms of building new positive habits into your life. So firstly, know your why. And what that means is what's motivating you to build this new habit, because if you know your why, the how gets easier. And nothing changes until you decide to change, as I said. And changing a habit starts with you deciding to change, having that inner tipping point for taking action. And it's worth thinking about that. Secondly, frame it positively. I believe you're far more likely to persist with a habit that you frame positively. For example, eating more vegetables, eating more color, taking more exercise getting more sleep as opposed to framing it negatively, such as watching less TV, eating less junk food, giving up chocolate or crisps. Remember, if you're running away from something, that means something is chasing you. And as that old African proverb says, you might outrun what's running beside you, but you'll never outrun what's running inside of you. Watch your associations. People you spend time with in person and online have a big influence on your habits. You know, habits really are contagious. And if you spend lots of time with people who eat healthily, exercise regularly, chances are you're going to eat healthily and exercise pretty often as well. On the other hand, if your friends are couch potatoes and uh, the chances are you'll be a couch potato too. That's just reality. Find your tribe. In other words, have people around you that can strengthen, encourage and support your efforts. That's really, really important. And of course, we all need accountability in life. We all need people that are going to challenge us, convince us and support us to grow and hold us to account. Do you wake up each morning feeling recharged, more optimistic about the day ahead? Do you want to live with more vitality? Welcome to the idea of my self development club, which aims to encourage, educate and empower you to make those small positive lifestyle changes that support your personal growth. Each month on a live webinar, you will learn how the science of lifestyle medicine can transform the quality of your life and of those you love, increase your health span, add life to your years as you learn to live with more vitality. To learn more and to sign up, visit www.drmarkrow.com. My purpose is simply to encourage and guide you to live with more vitality. Your key is to never stop starting. I look forward to meeting you there virtually. No needless negativity. What I mean by that is that emotion is highly contagious, spreading outwards to three degrees of separation. Positive emotion is very fleeting. It's like... Teflon, whereas negative emotion sticks, it's like Velcro. And, you know, negative emotion, needless negativity, toxic stress. This can be very, very destructive to your sense of self and your emotional well-being. And it can be highly destructive in terms of supporting you and making positive change, one habit at a time. This reminds me of Confucius who said, the man who chases too many rabbits catches none. You know, you have to remember that changing a habit isn't easy. It consumes a lot of mental energy. And if you try to change too much too quickly, your brain is likely to become overloaded. Willpower will become depleted because that's in limited supply each day. And you may end up reverting back to Groundhog Day, back to where you started. Much better, in my experience, to focus on one habit at a time once that habit has become a ritual after. For example, on average, 60 to 90 days. Then you'll have more mental energy and willpower to successfully take on something else. And you'll also have the positive reinforcement from having that achievement of already changing one positive habit. Writing it down, by that I mean... Tracking your progress in a written journal is a wonderful way to really celebrate the successes, to learn to get to know yourself better, learn from your experiences, to reframe the inevitable setbacks and struggles and slips you're going to have. And that's an inevitable part of change. You know, don't beat yourself up for not being perfect. It's about a journey of progress, but who you become along the way of changing your habits and working towards improving your health and living with more vitality. Designing your environment, I I believe that the environments we spend our time in can have a huge impact on how we feel, on how we think, how we act and how we behave. For example, health enhancing environments, like spending time outdoors, getting all that blue light, spending time in nature, that can be really, really invigorating and revitalizing for our creativity and for our mood and for our ability to, you know, really align ourselves much more closely with the person we want to become. Designing your environments also means, you know, out of sight, out of mind, don't have less than healthy snacks to freely available in the cupboard. Um, if, if you can see them when, you know, when your willpower is depleted at eight or nine o'clock at night, after a hard day at work, you're likely to say, I deserve this. I deserve to be rewarded. And when willpower is down, you're back into the more primitive part of your brain, which is the basically living in the amygdala, which is the fight or flight response. And at that stage, your brain might be just saying, give me chocolate or give me crisps. So, you know, learning to appreciate your environments, perhaps getting to bed earlier, perhaps. You know, pre-designing the environment by bringing healthy snacks to work with you. Maybe you even need to sleep in your gym gear. I don't know. But, you know, just thinking ahead. And, you know, we are different people in different circumstances and in different situations. And one of the interesting things in research is that we tend to be very, very poor at anticipating how we're going to feel at some time in the future. So trying to pre-design your environment to set yourself up for the success you want to achieve can be really, really helpful. And finally, you know, I think it's so important to celebrate success. It's so important to give yourself a clap on the back and celebrate the small successes, the small little victories, the small 1% wins along the way to simply recognize how far you've come. Of course, nothing and no one is perfect. But if you're trying to make some positive changes in your life, in your relationships, in the world, it's never easy. Nothing is perfect. You will have setbacks, but reward yourself often for the small successes. And remember that small positive changes over time can lead to big results. You know, one of the most magic ingredients I believe in making positive changes in your life is time. Many people overestimate what they can achieve in one year, but completely underestimate what they can achieve in five years. Because small daily improvements over time really can lead to simply amazing results. So finally, what's the habit you'd like to build or bring into your life that can open up new possibilities for you one year, two years or five years from now? Is this going to be one day or day one? In the end, it's up to you. Thank you for listening to my podcast in the doctor's chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website drmarkro.com.